0: The ACB Braille Forum, Volume 58, March 2020, Number 9 Published by the American Council of the Blind Read by Bart Morse in the recording studio of the Perkins Library Be a part of ACB The American Council of the Blind, trademark, is a membership organization made up of more than 70 state and special interest affiliates. To join, contact the National Office at 1 800 424 8666. Contribute to our work. Those much needed contributions which are tax deductible can be sent to Attention Treasurer, ACB 6300 Shingle Creek Parkway, Suite 195, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota 55430. For the latest in legislative and governmental news, call the Washington Connection 24-7 at 1-800-424-8666 or read it online. Listen to ACB Reports by downloading the MP3 file from www.acb.org or call 605-475-8154 and choose Option 3. Tune in to ACB Radio at www.acbradio.org or by calling 605 475 8130. Learn more about us at www.acb.org. Follow us on Twitter at at acbnational or Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N-C-O-U-N-C-I-L-O-F-T-H-E-B-L-I-N-D-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L Copyright 2020, American Council of the Blind Eric Bridges, Executive Director Sharon Lovering, Editor 1703 North Beauregard Street, Suite 420, Alexandria, Virginia, 22311 Table of Contents President's Message Language Matters by Dan Spoon Convention Program Tidbits by Janet Dickelman Continuing Education Units at the ACB Convention by Carla Rushevel A Special Tribute to Durward K. McDaniel by Kenneth Semyon Sr. Walking Up a Storm by Donna Brown Take a Walk on the Red Carpet in Schaumburg Apply to become a 2020 recipient of the DKM First Timers Award by Kenneth Semyon Sr. Join the Leadership Inner Circle Apply to become a 2020 ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow by Kenneth Semyon Sr. Make your plans for the ACB auction. Mini Mall News by Carla Rushavel Let's make 2020 a win-win by Kenneth Semyon Sr. Holiday auction thank yous by Carla Rushavel Shrimp, drinks, and the bill. A moment of accessibility. By Mika White. Live in the Here and Now, but When? By Larry P. Johnson. Teamwork Matters by Haley Eggers. Affiliate and Committee News. Passings. Here and There, edited by Cynthia Hawkins. High Tech Swap Shop. Are you moving? Do you want to change your subscription? Contact Sharon Lovering in the ACB National Office, 1-800-424-8666 or via email slovering at acb.org. Give her the information and she'll make the changes for you. Keep up with the most important ACB news and announcements without any other chatter. Subscribe to the ACB Announce ListServe. Send a blank email to announce subscribe at acblists.org or visit www.acblists.org slash mailman slash l-i-s-t-i-n-f-o slash a-n-n-o-u-n-c-e and type your email address and name where indicated. ACB Radio, the place to be with people in the know. www.acbradio.org Looking to stream your affiliates convention? Go to acbradio.org a-f-f-i-l-i-a-t-e hyphen r-e-q-u-e-s-t and fill out the form at least six weeks in advance of the event. President's Message, Language Matters, by Dan Spoon As I write this article, our nation is focused on the impeachment trial in the U.S. Senate. By the time you read this message, the trial will most likely have concluded. The purpose of this article is not to weigh in on the results of the trial— but to comment on some disturbing language I heard during the trial from both sides of the aisle. Versions of this language were used by the litigators, the senators, and the broadcast media. What language am I talking about? The word blind in all of its related forms, such as blindly, blindsided, so obvious that Stevie Wonder could see it. You would have to be blind to not see, understand, the weight of the evidence. I'm angry. This cultural stereotype hurts our community. How do we fight language that has been part of our society for centuries? I asked my Amazon Echo for the definition of the word blind. She responded with five primary definitions and 33 more definitions. The results really disturbed me. Here are a few examples. As an adjective, unable to see, lacking the sense of sight, sightless as an adverb into a stupor at the point that consciousness is lost several other definitions unwilling or unable to perceive or understand not characterized or determined by reason or control not having or based on reason or intelligence lacking all consciousness or awareness drunk being in a temporary state in which one's physical and mental faculties are impaired by excessive alcoholic drink, intoxicated, hard to see or understand, made without some prior knowledge, to make obscure or dark, to deprive of discernment, reason or judgment, to outshine, eclipse, an activity, organization or or the life of concealing or masking action or purpose subterfuge without the ability to see clearly lacking visibility without guidance or forethought does this bother you as much as it bothers me language matters blindness is a characteristic of most of us reading this message but it does not mean that I'm a man who is blind and therefore unable to reason, understand, or make a good decision. Our use of language implies that sight is good and blind is bad. Is this fear? Is it ignorance? Is it just easy to pile onto a minority population with a limited voice to protest? Is it fair? Is it right? Does it continue to happen on a daily basis? Are you upset? Are you angry? What can we do to make a difference? My belief is that we must first start by letting our politicians, media broadcasters, church congregations, neighbors, and family members know that we are hurt and insulted when the word blind is used to denote someone with lack of intelligence, understanding, or bad intentions. Leslie and I were at our neighborhood grocery store this afternoon, and we were chatting with several of our neighbors at the deli counter. We brought up the use of the words blindly, blindsided, and the reference to it was so obvious that Stevie Wonder could see it. They all agreed this was terrible, and it started a five-minute conversation. It made a difference. This cultural stereotype did not start yesterday, and it won't end tomorrow. Here's my challenge to you. Don't stay silent. Speak out. Speak up. Speak often. Represent your community. Write a letter. Make a phone call. Send a text. Make your voice heard. Together, we can get their attention. It's just not right. Being blind is just fine with me. How about you? Convention Program Tidbits by Janet Dickelman Correction, in the January issue of the forum, I stated that our tour to Horizons for the Blind would be on Tuesday, July 7th. The tour will actually take place on Wednesday, July 8th. Announcing the 2020 Talking Book Narrator, Aaron Jones, American Printing House for the Blind, will join us Tuesday morning during our general session and later that day for the LUA and BRL program. You won't want to miss Aaron's presentation titled, You Say Potato, I Say Whatever NLS Tells Me to Say. Special interest affiliates and ACB committees are busily planning their workshops, seminars, and meetings. The below listing is only a small snapshot of what you will find at the 2020 Conference and Convention in Schaumburg, Illinois. Convention dates are Friday, July 3rd through Friday, July 10th. Special Interest Affiliates American Association of Blind Teachers, AABT, teachers will hold their breakfast on Saturday with guest speaker Richie Z, who tells stories about Chicago history in a very funny and entertaining way. Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss, AAVL, will host a luncheon and program on Monday. They are working on a presentation on 3D models. ACB Families, ACBF, will hold a sing-along Sunday evening in the hotel courtyard, complete with camp songs, hot dogs, and s'mores. They invite you to bring an instrument and play along. On Monday, ACBF will hold a breakfast and their always popular Families Bingo. ACB Lions, ACBL, Will be roaring with Millie's Place and their luncheon. ACB students, ACBS, will have a kickoff event Friday evening, host the scholarship luncheon on Saturday, and hold several other events, including salsa dancing, video games, various tech sessions, and much more. Blind Information Technology Specialists, BITS, will hold programming on Saturday and Sunday and is planning one-on-one sessions to assist attendees with their technology needs. Blind LGBT Pride International, BPI, is celebrating their 20th anniversary. Join them for a luncheon on Tuesday which, thanks to a sponsorship, will be offered at a greatly reduced price. Braille Revival League, BRL, will hold Braille Orienteering on Saturday which is a scavenger hunt with Braille clues and prizes. On Monday, join BRL for their breakfast, an afternoon program, and Games with Ralph, a chance to play games using Braille. Tuesday, they will hold a joint program with library users. Council of Citizens with Low Vision International, CCLVI. In addition to their mixer on Saturday, they will hold a luncheon, a Monday evening game night, and are considering hosting iPhone training sessions. Friends in Art of ACB FIA will hold showcase auditions on Saturday and Sunday. Prose and poetry reading will be on Sunday. On Monday, FIA will hold a luncheon in conjunction with Visually Impaired Veterans of America, Viva. The luncheon will feature adventures with Legos, the showcase of the performing arts will be Monday evening. Independent Visually Impaired Entrepreneurs, (IV) join IV Marketplace Day on Saturday, a luncheon and session on taxes, plus their small business expo on Tuesday. Randolph Shepard Vendors of America, RSVA, will host a luncheon, their ever-popular Comedy Night and Karaoke on Sunday, they invite everyone to join them on a casino outing Monday evening. ACB Committees Reminder, there will be no cost for committee programming unless food will be served. The Auction Committee will host the 2020 Blowout Auction on Tuesday evening. Cash and Carry Food Line and Bar will be available at the auction. Durward K. McDaniel First Timer DKM Committee Lights, camera, action. 2020 DKM first timers will take a walk on the red carpet during the annual reception on Wednesday, July 8th. Information Access Committee (IAC) will host 411 from the IAC on Saturday afternoon, plus a special session on Sunday on accessibility in the home, providing a deeper dive in the progress around home accessibility through the Internet of Things, IOT. International Relations, IRC, will host the Voices from Around the World luncheon on Monday, where you will meet and hear from our international guests. On Tuesday, join MCAC for a tour to Historic Hull House and the DuSable African American History Museum. Next Generation is planning a Google session on Monday and an evening meet-and-greet. The Rehab Issues Task Force is planning a session about pre-employment transition programs. Sight and Sound Impaired Committee, SASI, will hold their social on Sunday and a program on Monday. Join the ACB Walk Committee for the Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk, Walking Up a Storm, on Saturday morning. Women's Concerns will hold Yoga lattes with Leslie Spoon on Monday, and their Sister Power Breakfast on Wednesday. They are working on other ideas for sessions on women's health. Join the Transportation and Environmental Access Committees as they travel to mobility and beyond, where Saturday they will cover how transportation works through games and interactive learning, followed by listening sessions on Sunday and Monday. On Tuesday, they will host a workshop facilitated by Carol Wright, Director, National Aging and Disability Transportation Center, where all the previous day's work will come together and training will be provided on how to build local coalitions that can support transportation advocacy efforts. Staying in Touch Once again, this year, the Conference and Convention Announce List will be filled with information. To subscribe to the list, send a blank email to acbconvention-subscribe at acblists.org. If you received updates for the 2019 Convention, you do not need to resubscribe to the list. Hotel details. Room rates at the Renaissance are $94 per night for up to four people in a room, plus tax, which is currently 15%. For telephone reservations, call 1-800-468-3571. This is a central reservations number, so be sure to indicate that you are with the American Council of the Blind 2020 Conference and Convention at the Renaissance Hotel in Schaumburg, Illinois. Rooms must be reserved by June 10, 2020, to guarantee the convention rate. Convention Contacts 2020 Exhibit Information Michael Smitherman, 601-331-7740 amduo at bellsouth.net 2020 Advertising and Sponsorships Margarine Beeman five one two nine two one one six two five OLEO numerals five zero at H-O-T-M-A-I-L.com. For any other convention related questions, contact Janet Dickelman, Convention Chair, six five one four two eight five zero five nine or via email. J A N E T. D I C K E L M A N at gmail.com. Continuing education units at the ACB convention by Carla Rushaval. For the third year, professionals in the field of vision can earn continuing education units at the annual ACB conference and convention, to be held from July three to July ten in Schaumburg, Illinois. CEUs will be available for a wide range of programs, workshops, seminars, and other events presented by ACB and its committees, special interest affiliates, and representatives of government agencies and private industry. Subjects are expected to include transition, employment, technology, health issues, orientation and mobility, self-advocacy, braille, low vision issues daily living skills, social skills, and much more. CEUs in the field of blindness and visual impairment are recognized by the Academy for Certification of Vision Rehabilitation and Education Professionals, ACVREP. Programs offering continuing education units will begin on Saturday, July 4 and continue through Wednesday, July 8. A list of CEU sessions will be posted on the ACB website in early May. Sign up for Continuing Education Units when you register for the convention. Pre-registration for the conference and convention opens for ACB members on May 21 and for everyone on May 28 and will remain open until June 21. You may also register for CEUs at the convention. When you register for Continuing Education Units, you are expected to arrive at each session on time and stay for the complete session. A unique code will be announced at the beginning of each session and another code will be announced at the end of each session. Make note of these codes as they cannot be obtained after the session is over. Following the convention, you must complete a form that will have been emailed to you prior to the convention. Enter the codes from your CEU sessions on this form. You must also complete an evaluation form for each session. Return all forms to ACB no later than August 15, 2020. ACB will then issue your CEU certificate, showing the number of credits earned with ACB. You are responsible for submitting your certificate to the Academy for Certification of Vision Rehabilitation and Education Professionals. For more information, contact Carla Rushevel, Continuing Education Chair, by phone at 877-630-7190 or by email at c o n t i n u i n g. E-D-U-C-A-T-I-O-N At acb.org A special tribute To Durward K. McDaniel You are invited to join Former Durward K. McDaniel Fund Committee Chair Alan Casey And the current committee As we honor Durward K. McDaniel With an ACB Angel Memorial Tribute during the 59th annual ACB Conference and Convention in Schaumburg, Illinois. Durward K. McDaniel is named Father of ACB due to his strong desire, courage, and commitment to create an advocacy organization consisting of individuals who are blind, visually impaired, or low vision. His legacy has lived on through leaders such as M.J. Schmidt, Otis Stevens, Leroy Saunders, Marlena Lieberg, Sue Amater, and many other leaders throughout the nation who have dedicated themselves to carrying the torch forth in an effort to empower future generations. The American Council of the Blind strives to increase the independence, security, equality of opportunity, and to improve quality of life for all blind and visually impaired people. Together, we can keep the mission of ACB alive. We encourage you to partner with us to honor Durward as an ACB angel. Make plans to submit your contribution no later than April 30, 2020. Mail a check or money order made payable to ACB to American Council of the Blind, care of Nancy Becker, 6300 Shingle Creek Parkway, Suite 195, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, 55430. Be sure to note in the memo that the gift is for Angel Durward K. McDaniel. If you prefer contributing by credit or debit card, dial 612-332-3242 and ask for Nancy Becker. Your support is greatly appreciated. Kenneth Semyon Sr. Walking Up a Storm As I write this article, we are almost one month into the year 2020. One New Year's resolution many people make is to exercise more by walking. Join the ACB Walk Committee by walking up a storm for ACB in 2020. That is the theme for the ACB Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk this year. The on-site walk will be held on Saturday, July 4 at 7 a.m., during the ACB National Conference and Convention in Schaumburg, Illinois. Even if you will not be coming to the convention, you have another commitment at the convention during that time, or you just don't want to get up that early, you can still sign up for the walk as a virtual walker. Affiliates can create teams and designate up to 50% of the monies they raise be sent back to them. Over the years, this has been a big fundraiser for some affiliates. Information on how you can sign up for The Walk and create your team, either online or by phone, will be posted to the ACB leadership email list in early March. The Walk has been one of the largest fundraisers for ACB the past few years. Let's continue this trend in 2020. Our goal is to raise at least $90,000. Donna Brown. Take a Walk on the Red Carpet in Schaumburg. Apply to Become a 2020 Recipient of the DKM First Timers Award by Kenneth Semyon Sr. Let the festivities begin as we roll out the red carpet for the prominent DKM First Timers of 2020 during the exclusive DKM First Timers reception on Wednesday, July 8th in Schaumburg, Illinois. This year's DKM experience will be second to none. Continue reading to get the scoop on how to apply to be considered. To be eligible for consideration, each applicant must meet specific requirements, which include being age 18 or older, blind or visually impaired, an ACB member in good standing, current on membership dues, and never have attended a previous ACB National Conference and Convention. Another step of eligibility for applicants will be the expectation of undergoing a 30-minute interview with a team of DKM committee members during mid-April. In addition, two letters must be submitted for each applicant, a letter of application from the interested member and a letter of recommendation from a state or special interest affiliate president. Applicants are encouraged to be sure that they meet the award criteria before requesting that their affiliate president write and submit a letter of recommendation on their behalf. The letter of application should begin with the complete name, physical address, email address, containing the applicant's name, along with a home and cell number. Then introduce yourself to the committee and include reasons for applying for the award, a brief summary of education and experience related to your community service, contributions to the affiliate and or chapter, and the significance of the first-timers' award to your personal or career development. The letter of recommendation should include the applicant's leadership contributions and potential. The DKM program and ACB honor recipients by funding round-trip air travel and supporting transportation hotel accommodation, double occupancy, per diem allowance for meals and incidentals, leadership institute, reception, banquet tickets, the general convention registration fee, and other activities determined by the committee and ACB Board of Directors. Optional tours and other fun activities are not covered by the program. The responsibilities of each recipient include but are not limited to attending the full week of convention activities from Saturday, July 4th through Friday, July 10th, participating in daily general sessions, keys to the convention seminar, along with special interest and committee seminars, while interacting with ACB leaders and fellow members. The Application and Supporting Letter should be submitted separately. The applicant submits his-her Letter of Application and the affiliate president submits his or her letter of recommendation to kellygask, K-G-A-S-Q-U-E, at acb.org and must be received in the ACB National Office no later than April 3rd. Incomplete applications will not be considered. The DKM Committee will select the 2020 first-timers during the latter part of April. Eligible applicants will be notified shortly thereafter. The selection process will conclude with two recipients being awarded as DKM first timers, one from East and one from West of the Mississippi River. The DKM Committee reserves the right to recognize two recipients from the East or West if there are no qualified applicants from one of the specified areas. All questions should be sent to DKM Chair Kenneth Semyon Sr., S E M K at att.net or dial 409-866-5838 join the leadership inner circle apply to become a 2020 acb jp morgan chase leadership fellow by kenneth Semyon senior have you noticed how acb has been progressing Have you considered contributing by sharing your skills and abilities to make ACB all that it can be? Are you interested in playing a role in creating positive change for Americans who are blind, visually impaired, or low vision? If you answered yes to any of the above questions, you are encouraged to read below to confirm your eligibility and necessary commitment to become a member of the 2020 class of acb J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellows. For the fifth consecutive year, J.P. Morgan Chase will provide full access to the ACB Conference and Convention for five ACB members who have demonstrated leadership abilities. Now is the time to take advantage of the opportunity to join the leadership inner circle or renew your commitment to assist in the growth and continuance of ACB. Get connected with previous classes of Leadership Fellows who have involved themselves in this enlightening experience while meeting other members and active leaders from around the country. By attending the 59th Annual ACB Conference and Convention in Schaumburg, Illinois, as a Leadership Fellow, you will be introduced to tools for success through participation in informative workshops, seminars, and leadership development sessions, that are sure to prepare you to serve well in future leadership roles within ACB, your local chapter, and your state or special interest affiliate. To be a qualified applicant, you are required to meet specific criteria, including but not limited to the following three elements. 18 years of age or older, blind or visually impaired, an ACB member in good standing, current on membership dues. Eligible applicants must be endorsed by the president of their state or special interest affiliate. Applicants are encouraged to be sure that they meet the award criteria before requesting that their affiliate president write and submit a letter of recommendation on their behalf. The application process for this award also consists of the submission of two letters and participating in a telephone interview with a team of DKM committee members. The letter of application should begin with your complete name, physical address, email address containing the applicant's name, along with a home and cell number, then introduce yourself to the committee by including objectives in applying for the Leadership Award, a brief summary of your education and relevant experience, number of years of membership in ACB, as well as previous conventions attended, if any description of one's role as a leader, and examples of what you bring to ACB. The Affiliate President's Letter of Recommendation should address the applicant's contributions to the affiliate, ACB, and community organizations, and describe the applicant's demonstrated leadership skills and leadership potential. Telephone interviews will be scheduled for mid-April. All recipients receive round-trip transportation. Hotel Accommodation, Double Occupancy, Per Diem Stipend for Meals and Incidentals, Convention Registration Fee, and Reception and Banquet Tickets. Recipients are expected to attend the convention from the opening meeting Saturday evening, July 4th, through the Thursday evening banquet, July 9th, and to participate actively in all designated convention activities, including the daily general sessions, special interest presentations, seminars, and workshops. Send application documents to Kelly Gask in the ACB National Office, K G A S Q U E at acb.org. Deadline for receipt is April 3rd. Selected awardees will be notified during the latter part of April. Questions regarding the application process and required documentation should be directed to DKM Chair Kenneth Semien Sr., S-E-M-I-E-N dot K, at A-T-T dot net. Other beneficial information will be shared once your application has been received. Apply today. Don't be late. Make your plans for the ACB auction. Folks in the Windy City have witnessed some amazing things the Chicago Fire, a Cubs World Series victory, and thousands of deceased voters, but nothing that will rival the ACB 2020 blowout auction. There will be food, fun, and legal fireworks set off by ACB convention attendees battling for bargains on Tuesday evening, July 7, at the ACB conference and convention. The hotel may never be the same but folks will be jumping for joy at their purchases. As always, however, the auction could not be successful without all of the companies, ACB affiliates, and individuals whose generous donations make it happen. The auction committee is so appreciative of all that you do. If you or your affiliate is able to make an auction donation, the committee needs to have a description of your item by May 31 you may submit that description to auction committee chair Leslie Spoon either by phone at 407 929 9837 or by email L E S L I E S P O O N E at CFL.rr.com. If you would prefer to send your item ahead of time, mail it to Leslie at 3924 3924- Lake Mirage Boulevard, Orlando, Florida, 32817. Get ready for a July 7 party to support the work of ACB with item preview at 6 p.m. and bidding beginning at 7. Mini Mall News New 2020 Convention Merchandise. Order now! The theme for the 2020 ACB Conference and Convention is ACB Winds of Change. The official image shows the Chicago skyline at sunset. Beginning April 1, Winds of Change mugs, steins, shot glasses, magnets, computer messenger bags, and keepsake boxes can be ordered online at www.cafepress.com slash ACB T R E A S U R E S or by phone at 1877-630-7190 The Mini Mall specializes in ACB official merchandise, canes and cane tips, and other useful products. The Mini Mall does not sell talking watches and clocks, braille slates, etc. A new Mini-Mall catalog is included with the cartridge edition of the March ACB Braille Forum. Download a digital catalog by clicking the link included with the email edition of the March Forum. Braille and large print catalogs are available upon request by calling the Mini-Mall at 1-877-630-7190. Carla Rushavel Let's Make 2020 a Win-Win by Kenneth Semyon Sr. Dirwood K. McDaniel Fund Committee, Honoring the Legacy of ACB's Founding Father Partners like you assist us in bringing two deserving DKM first-timers to the ACB conference and convention. Support the DKM first-timers program by making a financial contribution and your name will be placed in an appreciation drawing to win one or more gift cards. Those contributing $100 or more will be recognized as Elite DKM Partners during the annual DKM First Timers Reception, scheduled for Wednesday, July 8, 2020, in Schaumburg, Illinois. Here's how it works. A $5 donation gets your name in the drawing one time. Every $10 donation gets three entries. Every $20 donation gets six entries. There are no tickets to present. Your name and contact information are your ticket. You will have the opportunity to win gift cards for use nationwide at restaurants, department stores, and for online shopping. Examples include but are not limited to Amazon, Walmart, Best Buy, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, Home Depot, and Visa and MasterCard gift cards. No need to be present during the drawing. If you are not present at the DKM first-timers reception, someone will contact you and your gift card will be mailed to you. You can also authorize someone to accept your prize during the event by personally notifying the committee chair. How to get your name in the drawing. Submit your donation for entries to any Durward K. McDaniel Fund Committee member. Obtain your entries at the ACB Mini-Mall during the ACB Convention or dial the ACB Mini-Mall by phone prior to the Convention at one 630 7190 Credit cards will be accepted. Mail a check or money order made payable to ACB to American Council of the Blind Care of Nancy Becker, 6300 Shingle Creek Parkway, Suite 195, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, 55430. To communicate further, send an email message to semien.k at att.net or dial 409 866 5838. Your support is greatly appreciated. Holiday Auction Thank Yous by Carla Rushevel The 2019 ACB Radio Holiday Auction held on December 8 was full of fun and surprises. The Holiday Auction Committee began its work in August. From September until November, phones rang and email arrived telling us about great items that were coming from individuals, affiliates, and businesses. Descriptions were written, photos taken, and items posted to the auction preview page on the ACB website. The evening arrived. The auction broadcast team was in place at the RadioStorm.com studios in Louisville, Kentucky. It was 6 p.m. Eastern, holiday auction time on ACB Radio. People were listening on the Zoom phone line and on their computers, iPads, and Echoes. Dan Spoon, ACB President, was on the air, welcoming everyone to the big event. It was time for the bidding to begin. Around 2 a.m. Eastern Time, the bidding was over. Seventy items had been sold, but there was more auction fun to come. We were unable to air all of our items for a variety of reasons, so for the first time, we held a virtual auction, posting six items on email lists and taking bids by phone. We received many positive comments about the virtual auction, and it will probably happen again in the future. An auction needs both donors and bidders to be successful. A huge thanks to our record number of generous 2019 donors, ACB Lions, ACB Families, ACB of Minnesota, ACB Summer Auction Committee, Ira, Anthony Accamini, Arkansas Council of the Blind, Marjorie Beeman, Carrie Bishop, Blind Information Technology Specialist, BITS, Blind Treasures, Donna Brown, Buddy Gray Music Center, Jason Castanguay, Brian Charlson, Kim Charlson, Council of Citizens with Low Vision International, CCLVI. Ed Koop, Patty Cox, Melissa DuBose, Janet Dickelman, Dan Dillon, Florida Council of the Blind, David and Shauna Franklin, Kelly Gask, Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, Guide Dog Users, Inc., GDUI, Mike Hartwig, Mary Hopped, Hawaii Association of the Blind, Debbie Hazelton, Terry Lynn Higashi. Illinois Council of the Blind Board of Directors InstantBrands.com Connie Giacomini Kentucky Council of the Blind Deb Cook-Lewis Library Users of America, Lua Missouri Council of the Blind Adele Moeller Adam Rushavel Alan Shrebtienko Patty Slabby Bill Sparks Dan Spoon Leslie Spoon Jeff and Leslie Tom Tom Tobin, David Trott, Brenda Williams, Charlene Wills. Big thank yous to all of the winning bidders. Anthony Accamini, Melanie Brunson, Karen Campbell, Ray Campbell, Kim Carmichael, Denise Colley, Natalie Couch, Viola Cruz, Debbie Dethridge, Andrea Declotz, Chris Devon, Janet Dickelman, Brent Ford, Carrie Ford, Katie Frederick, Peggy Garrett, Chris Gray, Tom Hansen, Mary Heroyan, Mary Haupt, Terry Lynn Higashi, Joseph Hodge, Connie Giacomini, Terrell Jones, Maria Christick, Cecilia Lee, Deb Cook-Lewis, Jean Mann, Adele Moeller, Marcia Moses, Rhonda Nelson, Donna Pomerantz, Mitch Pomerantz, Marvelena Quesada, Shirley Roberts, Debbie Rosier, Carla Rushavel, Barbara Salisbury, Karen Schroder, Alan Shrebtienko, Dan Siebert, Ralph Smitherman, Dan Spoon, Leslie Spoon, Sharon Strakowski, Leslie Tom, David Trott, Nancy Unger, Vicki Vogt, Erica Wolfe, Charlene Wills, Sheila Young, and Vita Zavoli. Thanks to everyone who worked so hard to make this auction a success. The Holiday Auction Committee, the ACB staff in Minneapolis and Alexandria, the ACB Radio Management Team, and theradiostorm.com. The ACB Radio Holiday Auction Committee is looking forward to the 2020 extravaganza, and we hope you are too. Shrimp, Drinks, and the Bill – A Moment of Accessibility by Mika White There have been times in my life where I have experienced a sudden moment of freedom that was so astounding, so impactful, that I didn't realize how it would affect me until given the choice. Have you ever been offered an opportunity and you didn't fully understand how good it would feel because you've always done that one thing the same way every time? As a blind person, these moments are set routines that I don't always question. The closest example that I have to hand is being in someone's home that I really wanted to leave and then suddenly realizing that, hey, there's an app for that. I could just leave. I didn't have to phone a friend or lament that I hadn't preset a ride in advance using paratransit options. I had a cell phone whose features were fully accessible, and I could simply set up an Uber or Lyft. Being able to get out of a situation that made me feel uncomfortable was a heady sensation because I was depending on myself. I had the tools and could simply leave without having to come up with a plan of calling friends and hoping someone would be available. Another example that comes to my mind is the day that the Seeing AI app became available and its OCR capabilities made it possible for me to go through my mail on my own. I didn't have to hire anyone for simply scanning what is essentially nothing but junk mail and bills and wondering if it's better to have a friend help me or a stranger. The friend would know about all of my business and possibly take it upon themselves to speak with someone under the auspices of meaning well without knowing that they were throwing my autonomy and privacy under the bus. But the stranger would also know all of my business and I'd have to wonder how much I could trust them. Using seeing AI for that, and then either Be My Eyes or Ira to get live support if I just wanted a quick idea of what I was dealing with, or if I just got sick of trying to tilt my phone in the right direction again, was a fantastic feeling. There are many reasons to use these apps, and they are not perfect, but they have helped me gain a greater sense of independence because I have options. If I need to go through sensitive print information, I can do so on my own terms. I can surf through all this junk mail on my own. I had another one of those wow moments recently while taking my roommate out to Red Lobster for her birthday. I know that there has been advocacy concerning the accessibility of -of point-of-sale machines, but it's always been in the background, like chatter that I've been able to tune out because it sounded too complicated even if it did work. Since I am a disorganized hot mess on the best of days, I couldn't imagine dealing with groceries, a guide dog, putting the credit card in the machine, all while there'd be a line of people behind me wanting to get things done. I also knew that many restaurants have tablets at the table, but I didn't really ask about them. I'd heard about some of them being made more accessible, but there are so many things which don't work that sometimes I just don't bother to ask if this might be the one time when there is an exception. That day, one of the supervisors at Red Lobster came to our table and asked if I would mind testing out the tablet that was in the center. She gave me headphones to use, and I was able to navigate through the tutorial, turn up the volume, increase the speech rate, and follow the instructions as a synthesized voice spoke in my ear. The tablet uses TalkBack, which is the screen reader that is available on Android phones and tablets. I don't have a lot of experience with that particular screen reader, but I've used an iPhone and an Amazon Fire tablet for a long time, so I'm used to using the gestures necessary for navigation. After awkwardly stumbling through the tutorial, which has too many lessons when you're just trying to do a quick and dirty menu sweep at a table with friends, I made it back to the home screen and decided to peruse the menu, starting with the drink specials. I was able to read the food items, descriptions, and price. After the meal, I asked the supervisor if I could borrow her headphones again, and she watched me go through the motions of paying my bill. Honestly, I had no idea how this was going to work. Usually, the server reads the total bill to me, and if the price seems too high, I ask for a breakdown, which takes more time and often has me apologizing for simply having to ask someone to go through the extra motions. Then I usually ask to be shown where to sign, because I never seem to have a signature guide on me. Finally, I ask the server to write down the tip, which is incredibly awkward, as I have to calculate in my head and hope that I'm not being judged for the number I put in. This time was a different story. I was able to go through every aspect of the bill-paying experience by myself, Talkback was very responsive to my gestures and spoke all relevant information. I was able to read the breakdown of my bill independently and winced quietly as I realized just how much that delicious tropical treasure drink cost me. I confirmed the price and then included the tip. I inserted the card, double-tapped the next button, and entered my PIN information. I spent an awkward moment trying to find the numbers on the screen only to finally realize that there was a physical pin pad at the bottom. I didn't know how much I wanted that experience until I had the opportunity to do something that probably seems very small to some, but it was a very good feeling for me. It was a good feeling because I had a choice. While this was a game-changer for me, I understand that this would not be an accessible solution for a deaf-blind individual. It is audio only, and at this time, I do not believe that there are Bluetooth options to pair a Braille display. There is no Braille on the machine except the word audio on the back corner. I hope that we continue advocating with the idea that access for some is not access for all. I want all of us to be able to experience these freeing moments of independence and self sufficiency. I am glad that I was able to have this experience. I'm glad that the staff at Red Lobster let me know about the machine. I hope they take me up on training them in its use. For me, independence is all about choice and having options. I'm so glad that I am getting the opportunity to make the decisions that work best for me. I remember the days when I thought that having a phone that only allowed me to read the first couple of menus was enough and that I'd never moved to a touchscreen because I mistakenly believed it would be inaccessible and a phone should be a phone. I used that phone to point its camera at the tablet on the table and scan for the QR code on the digital receipt so I could get Red Lobster points. We've come very far, but we still have a long way to go. I look forward to the world discovering more options to increase independence and break down barriers. The self-confidence that comes as a result is indescribable. Teamwork Matters by Haley Eggers The 2018-2019 school year was the first my two children were in public school. As the year came to an end, I reflected on events of the past year and marveled at what growth had occurred, not only in my children, but in the fifth graders in my daughter Sydney's class. In past grade levels, I had spent many hours in both Sydney and Braden's classes, and their classmates had become quite familiar with Ms. Haley and her guide dog coming into the class, going on field trips, and helping out around the school. They knew the rules when it came to touching a guide dog, learned over the years how to do sighted guide, asked all the curious questions children have, and became pretty good at describing things to me so I could be a part of every experience. This was different, and I only had a few chances to be with this fifth grade class and hopefully teach them a little about the day in the life of a blind person and how they could help if ever encountering one while out and about. In December 2018, I went in and taught a craft to the class. This had been their chance to ask any questions. At the end of the afternoon, the teacher mentioned that the class enjoyed the Q&A time better than they did the craft. In May 2019, I got to chaperone a class trip to the beach. We had a really good time each girl in my group asking if they could take turns helping guide me, coming up with a list of treasures we could look for on the beach walk, and having a picnic lunch where they talked openly with me about their own challenges, which really warmed my heart. But now it was June, and only a few weeks left of the school year, I wanted to do something just fun while teaching them something, so I put together a Braille treasure hunt. The class was divided into groups each assigned a color. The class was given a quick overview of what Braille is and each person given a Braille alphabet card to use as a decoder. Once given their first clue, they were off. They had to work together as a team. One person saying the dot positions, one person using the card to find the dots to make a letter, another writing down each letter to form a word, and then the whole group figuring out where to go for the next clue. An example of a clue was, aim, kick, score, and win. This is what your team will do if you can find all the clues first. This led them to the goal post on the soccer field. Each clue was hidden in a colored egg that coordinated with the team color, and they were numbered. The teams were told not to pick up any eggs not their color, and they had to do the clues in order. The team coming in first would be the winner. It was a hot June day, so I had already planned that midway through the six clues, a clue would take them back to the class to get a bottle of water and a snack. This worked out great. "'I watched and listened in amazement as these kiddos worked as a team, "'ran with such joy around the school collecting clues "'and giving high fives to one another when they figured it out. "'I was shocked when the first team came in with all clues completed "'in just over thirty minutes. "'The laughter that day was contagious and will stay with me for many years. "'After the hunt, everyone got a small prize,' and the winning team received a bigger one. We then had time left to talk about the different ways blind people might use Braille. More questions were asked, and many of the children commented on how much they had learned in the past year about being blind and how they hoped they'd see somebody to help. The event ended with a well-deserved Farley Petting Station. These kids had been so good all year, were polite when asking each visit if they could pet Farley, and taking it really well when each time I told them no. But now was their chance. It truly was a precious time. We even got a class photo outside with Farley as the mascot. Affiliate and Committee News Join IAC for Tech Talk, a live technology town hall. The ACB Information Access Committee, IAC, will host a technology-focused virtual town hall on March 25, 2020, from 8 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. This special Tech Talk event is intended to answer questions from participants on a wide variety of technology issues. It will be both enlightening and informative, with questions submitted both in advance and during the live webinar teleconference. Key trends and concerns in the accessible technology space will also be addressed from leading experts in the field. To have your voice heard, you can leave a voicemail with ACB by calling 1-888-944-5358. Questions can also be emailed to advocacy at acb.org. Please include your name and hometown. To learn how you can join the live Zoom meeting, visit www.acb.org slash t-e-c-h-t-a-l-k. Multicultural Affairs Committee Discussion of Black Klansmen MCAC will hold a book discussion of the book Black Klansman by Ron Stallworth. The book is the memoir of an African-American police officer from Colorado Springs who infiltrated the Ku Klux Klan in the late 1970s. The book is available in audio format, DB-91906, as well as on BARD. The focus call is scheduled for March 30th at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. The conference number is 712-770-8012 and the code is 297164. We look forward to you joining us and sharing your thoughts on this book. Apply for the $1,500 Friends in Art Annual Scholarship. Friends in Art, FIA, a nonprofit organization with the mission of advancing accessibility and opportunity for artists and audience members who are visually impaired, offers an annual $1,500 scholarship to college students who are legally blind and live in North America. If you are a high school senior or a college student and are planning to major or are currently majoring in the fields of music, art, drama, or creative writing, and are blind or visually impaired, we encourage you to apply. Note, legal blindness is defined as an individual who has a visual acuity of 2200 or less in the corrected eye and or 20 degrees or less visual field in the corrected eye. Only individuals who are legally blind in both eyes are eligible to receive this scholarship. To apply, please go to www.friendsinart.com and complete the application and upload, mail the required materials, including documentation of visual impairment from a medical professional, per the directions on the form, by May 15, 2020. Please direct any questions to Peter Altschul, FIA's Scholarship Chair via email at C-R-E-A-T-I-N-G-C-O-M-M-O-N-G-R-O-U-N-D at O-U-T-L-O-O-K Ozarks Chapter of Arkansas Scholarship Available The Ozarks Chapter of the Arkansas Council of the Blind offers a $500 to $1,000 scholarship to students seeking post-secondary education at a college, university, or vocational training school. This scholarship is available to both undergraduate and graduate students. The award amount is at the discretion of the scholarship committee. Recipients are strongly encouraged to attend our annual state convention and, if time allows, give a short, informal speech about themselves and their goals during our Saturday lunch banquet. The Ozarks chapter covers the banquet meal cost for the recipient and two family members, guests, but does not cover any registration fees, hotel accommodations, or other meals or incidental costs. To get a copy of the scholarship application, send an email message to Rita Reese Whiting, at g-e-o-f-y-n-d-e-r at gmail.com. Support for Children Raised Around the Blind Crab Hi, I'm DJ. I am the oldest of four children. My dad is sighted and my mom is blind. Crab is something I never realized was needed until I moved away to college. Growing up, I knew my life was different from my sighted friends, but I didn't really notice it. My mom was blind, and she did things differently, but we were still washed, dressed, and fed like all the other children. However, when I went to college, I began to realize that I really did see the world in a different light compared to my roommates. I used my hands and touch to do most jobs. I could get dressed for my day without ever turning on the lights. I ironed my clothes and made sure there were no wrinkles by running my hands over the fabric instead of inspecting it with my eyes. I would cook in the school cafeteria by smell more than timers and visual inspection, and I always looked for Braille signage in every building. I began looking for a support group for children raised around the blind. I couldn't find anything. I also learned in college that children of deaf adults have their own support group, Through my searching, I found groups for parents of blind children, but I never saw anything for the siblings of blind people or the kids of blind adults. So CRAB was created. Children raised around the blind is to include children whose parents have been blind, visually impaired their whole lives, or even if your parent lost sight later in life. We all still need to have a place to talk. We need other people who understand the struggles that we have and ways that we have learned to deal with sighted people and their interest in the blind, and sometimes the really frustrating questions. Please join our Facebook page for monthly discussions, and feel free to send us questions that you have. Let's learn how to enjoy our lives even with our family members' visual impairments. We are united in our experiences. We are our family members' best advocates and their loudest cheerleaders. Learn more at www.childrenraisedaroundtheblind.net. Passings We honor here members, friends, and supporters of the American Council of the Blind who have impacted our lives in many wonderful ways. If you would like to submit a notice for this column, please include as much of the following information as possible. Name, first, last, maiden if appropriate, city of residence upon passing, state, province of residence upon passing, other cities, states, countries of residence, places where other blind people may have known this person, occupation, date of death, day if known, month, year, age, ACB affiliation, Local, state, special interest affiliates, or national committees Deaths that occurred more than six months ago cannot be reported in this column Patricia Pat Saunders Patricia Saunders of Garland, Texas, formerly of Oklahoma Died January 7, 2020, of ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease Pat was a dedicated wife and supporter of her husband, Leroy Saunders, who served as ACB president for six years. With the establishment of the Angel Wall, Pat was determined that Leroy's memory would live on. Last summer at the ACB convention in Rochester, she made that happen. For many years, Pat volunteered in the convention office, and after that at the registration office at annual ACB conventions. She was always there to support ACB and Leroy in his volunteer work. In lieu of flowers, the family requests donations to the American Council of the Blind via its online donation page, acb.org slash d-o-n-a-t-e or mail to 6300 Shingle Creek Parkway, Suite 195, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, 55430. Here and There, edited by Cynthia Hawkins The announcement of products and services in this column does not represent an endorsement by the American Council of the Blind, its officers, or staff. Listings are free of charge for the benefit of our readers. The ACB Braille Forum cannot be held responsible for the reliability of the products and services mentioned. To submit items for this column, send a message to slovering at acb.org or phone the National Office at 1-800-424-8666 and leave a message in Sharon Lovering's mailbox. Information must be received at least two months ahead of publication date. Beware of Social Security Scams the Social Security Administration recently launched a new campaign to continue warning people about the ongoing nationwide telephone impersonation scheme. The PSAs feature a message from Social Security Commissioner Andrew Saul. Social Security and its Office of the Inspector General, OIG, continue to receive reports about fraudulent phone calls from people falsely claiming to be Social Security employees. The scammers mislead victims into making cash or gift card payments for help with purported identity theft or to avoid arrests for bogus social security number problems. People should also be on the lookout for a new version of this scam. Fraudsters are now emailing fake documents in attempts to get people to comply with their demands. Victims have received emails with attached letters and reports that appear to be from Social Security or the OIG. The letters may use official letterhead and government jargon to convince victims they are legitimate. They may also contain misspellings and grammar mistakes. Social Security employees do occasionally contact people by telephone for business purposes. However, Social Security employees will never threaten a person or promise a Social Security benefit approval or increase in exchange for information or money. Generally, the agency calls people who have recently applied for a Social Security benefit, someone who is already receiving payments and requires an update to their record, or a person who has requested a phone call from the agency. If you are not in one of these situations, you normally would not receive a call from the agency. Social Security will not tell you that your Social Security number has been suspended, contact you to demand an immediate payment, ask you for credit or debit card numbers over the phone, require a specific means of debt repayment like a prepaid debit card, a retail gift card, or cash, demand that you pay a Social Security debt without the ability to appeal the amount you owe, Promise a Social Security benefit approval or increase in exchange for information or money. If you receive a call from someone who states there is a problem with your Social Security number or account, hang up. Do not give the caller money or personal information. Then, immediately go online to oig.ssa.gov to report the call. Accessible Products Hotline Envision recently launched an accessible products hotline for people with vision loss. The hotline will be operated by the William L. Hudson BVI Workforce Innovation Center. Connecting callers with professional advice about purchasing and operating the top home, office, and personal use products on the market today. The new hotline, 316-252-2500, is staffed by trained customer service representatives who are blind or visually impaired. For more information, visit www.workforceforall.com slash A-C-C-E-S-S-I-B-L-E hyphen P-R-O-D-U-C-T-S H-O-T-L-I-N-E. Dallas Lighthouse is now Envision Dallas. Dallas Lighthouse for the Blind has officially changed its name to Envision Dallas. The name change formalizes its relationship with Wichita, Kansas based Envision. With locations in 11 states, Envision is one of the country's largest employers of people with visual impairments. Established in 1931, Envision Dallas currently serves 150,000 people who are blind or low vision living in 11 North Texas counties. New from National Braille Press Know someone who wants adventure? Who wants to see the world? Now available is Doddsworth in New York by Tim Egan. It's available in contracted UEB for ages 5 to 10. Find out what happens when Dodsworth goes to New York City. Also new is That's Not My Owl. It's available as a print and braille and touch and feel book for ages baby through preschool. Over in the adult section are two new books. One is Dinner Delivered, Accessible and Easy Ways to Receive Meals Direct to Your Door by Kim Loftus and Chris Grabowski. It's available in Braille, one volume, BRF, DAISY, and Word. It covers Grubhub, Postmates, Amazon Fresh, and Uber Eats. The authors detail 11 food or delivery services. In addition, where applicable, they provide tips for browsing and navigating the website and app versions. Also new is Deborah Kendrick's Navigating Healthcare When All They Can See Is That You Can't. It comes in Braille, one volume, as well as BRF, Daisy, and Word. This book explores various healthcare situations, physically and programmatically, and discusses which approach or setting is most appropriate and what the patient might expect. For more information on any of these books, Call National Braille Press at 1-800-548-7323 or visit www.nbp.org ic slash nbp slash p-u-b-l-i-c-a-t-i-o-n-s slash i-n-d-e-x dot h-t-m-l Lipovsky to Receive Award The Board of Regents of the American College of Trial Lawyers has voted to award David Lepofsky of Toronto, Ontario, Canada the Samuel E. Gates Litigation Award. The award was established in 1980 to honor a lawyer or judge who has made a significant contribution to the improvement of the litigation process. The Board recognized his work as a pioneer in the field of human rights and disability law. The award will be presented sometime this month. ACB Members book out. Have you ever had questions about how a blind person survives in a sighted world? Have you ever wanted to know more about guide dogs or service animals? If so, did you think that asking such questions would be rude or inappropriate? Have you ever avoided a conversation with a blind person because you didn't know what to say? Or have you made assumptions that you found out too late really didn't apply? Insight Out, one blind woman's view of her life, gives you a peek inside the life of Mary Highland, an ACB member from Ohio. Each chapter reveals a new facet of how she meets the demands of living without sight. You'll gain new understanding of how blind people are different and how they are not. Myths and misperceptions are explored through thoughtful, sensitive, and personal stories. This book is for you if you know someone who is blind and would like to understand that person better. It's for those who are experiencing vision loss and need a positive perspective to deal with this traumatic time in their lives. It's for sighted people who want to learn more about people who are not like them. And it's for people who are blind, so they can say with the author, Yes, this is how it is. To get your copy in print or in ebook form, go to DLDBOKS dot com slash M A R Y H I L A N D or look for it on Amazon. High Tech Swap Shop. Looking for Katrina Wright is looking for a used electric brailler and a Franklin Language Master SE. If you have either of these items, contact her at 316-518-8489. Looking for Larry Heath is looking for a DOS version of Zoom Text that comes on 3.5-inch floppy disks. If you have one, contact him at 276 276- 646 ACB Officers President Dan Spoon First Term 2021 3924 Lake Mirage Boulevard Orlando, Florida 32817-1554 First Vice President Mark Reichert First Term 2021 1515 Jefferson Davis Highway, Apartment 622, Arlington, Virginia, 22202-3309 2nd Vice President Ray Campbell, 1st Term, 2021 460 Raintree Court, number 3K, Glen Ellen, Illinois, 60137 Secretary Denise Cauley First Term, 2021 1401 Northwest Lane, Southeast Lacey, Washington 98503 Treasurer David Trot. Second Term, 2021 1018 East Street, South Talladega, Alabama 35160 Immediate Past President Kim Charlson 57 Grandview Avenue Watertown, Massachusetts, 02472 ACB Board of Directors Jeff Bishop, Kirkland, Washington, 1st Term, 2020 Donna Brown, Romney, West Virginia, Partial Term, 2020 Sarah Conrad, Madison, Wisconsin, 2nd Term, 2020 Dan Dillon, Hermitage, Tennessee, 1st Term, 2020 Katie Frederick, Worthington, Ohio, 2nd term, 2022. James Crot, Miami, Florida, 1st term, 2022. Doug Powell, Falls Church, Virginia, 1st term, 2020. Patrick Sheehan, Silver Spring, Maryland, 2nd term, 2022. Michael Talley, Hueytown, Alabama, 1st term, 2022. Jeff Tom, Sacramento, California, first term, 2022. ACB Board of Publications Debbie Lewis, Chair, Clarkston, Washington, second term, 2021. Paul Edwards, Miami, Florida, second term, 2020. Zelda Gebhardt, Edgley, North Dakota, partial term, 2020. Susan Glass, Saratoga, California, second term 2021. Penny Reader, Montgomery Village, Maryland, first term 2020. Accessing your ACB Braille and E-forums. The ACB E-forum may be accessed by email on the ACB website, via download from the web page in Word, plain text, or Braille-ready file or by phone at 605-475-8154. To subscribe to the email version, visit the ACB Email Lists page at www.acb.org. The ACB Braille Forum is available by mail in Braille, large print, NLS-style digital cartridge, and via email. It is also available to read or download from ACB's webpage and by phone 605-475-8154. Subscribe to the podcast versions from your second generation Victor Reader stream or from www.acb.org/bf/